Wow, you look so dressed up today. What's the occasion? I'm attending the wedding of my tita Lenny. She's getting married to a foreigner. Jackpot! Wow, Kano! Your family will now have a lot of dollars. No, how dare you? Don't jump to conclusions. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insinuate that your tita Lenny married that Kano for his money. No, I mean you're jumping to conclusion that he's a Kano. He's actually British. Welcome to another episode of Banana Q Podcast. Today's topic was suggested by one of our listeners named Charlene who said, I would like to suggest a topic. There are many Filipinos who have been married to foreigners and our fellow Filipinos have toxic mentality about those Filipinos, mostly women, who married foreigners. This includes, they only married for the money or visa citizenship, etc. The husband is the savior of the poor family in the Philippines. Katulong beauty kasi yung Pinay kaya nagustuhan ng foreigner. And many more. I wonder if you can talk about this on your podcast. I can give some pointers if you need some as I am married to a foreigner, a British man. Mm, thank you, Charlene, for that suggestion. And in fact, we thought this was a brilliant topic and very good suggestion. But unfortunately... Me and Dee, we haven't had experience yeah. <laughs> dating foreigners, so we thought maybe getting ideas from a blog would be a better uh, starting point for us to talk about. And Charlene also suggested a blog entitled Truth and Lies About Filipinas Dating Foreigners mm-hmm. uh, on the website twomonkeystravelsgroup.com. So this article, this blog was written by Catch Umandap, very, very unique name. Catch. Yeah. Yeah, so this story about her and her partner, uh, a Caucasian guy, a British guy. Was it British guy? Yeah, yeah. British guy named Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. So it's John and Catch. Mm-hmm. And the article talks about most common misconception about Filipinas dating foreigners that come from both our own Kababayans and also coming from foreigners. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, I'm dating a foreigner because I need a visa. <laughs> <laughs> or a British or for foreign passport. Wow, mm. yeah, this is very common. So Catch says, Yes, there are perhaps some Filipinas dating foreigners who have this reason, but not in most cases. I was already traveling on my own long before I met Jonathan. Well, I met Jonathan while traveling. John and I are both long-term travelers, and us living and settling down in the UK couldn't be further from our minds. We both want to buy land to build our own yoga resort in the Philippines. Ooh. So John keeps asking me about how he can get a permanent residence in the Philippines. So maybe it's foreign <laughs> men who need a visa, not the Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> so in her mm-hmm. case, it's the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Because for you to do business in the Philippines, you need to have at least permanent residence or a Philippine passport. So for her case and John's case, she would need to sponsor John Mm-mm. a visa so that they can do business. So you see, this stereotype is not necessarily true for yeah. everybody. And also, aside from Catch, another podcaster and my dear friend Glee also has the same experience. And she said, one of the many notable comments I received being a Filipino married to a Caucasian guy was when I got my Australian visa. 
one of my Filipino friends congratulated me for getting the visa and getting it quicker than others, she said. Hinoon pud, foreigner man pud imong bana, maong dalira. So she was saying that because your husband was a foreigner, that's why you got the visa really quickly. But Glee told her friend that she actually got the visa and my husband was my visa dependent. <laughs> <laughs> and the friend was extremely surprised, let alone baffled. So Glee told her that the CPA, the designation that Glee has, mm-hmm. and of course the school, University of San Carlos, was okay and, and was accepted by the Australian embassy than his partners <laughs> or his <laughs> husbands because of the school's reputation and everything in the documents were English. So everything was okay. Mm. So looking back to double down on that comment, I could have added that I also paid for both our PR visa, <laughs> permanent <laughs> residence visa. Wow, gogly. <laughs> that is so funny, right? Because yeah, that, mm. that is a perfect example actually of mm. uh, the stereotype that someone yes. probably, like most, Filip- not most, but a lot of Filipinos are probably thinking when they see a Filipino mm. who is married to a Caucasian guy. Yes. Automatically, we think that we are riding on <laughs> yeah. to the foreigners. So the the reason why there is that stereotype is our passport is so weak, and, and we are generally kind of I don't know, especially U.S. visa, right? Filipinos mm. generally don't get that really easily. We are grilled. We are asked for many documentations. We we need to prove that we have. Uh, stable income we have enough assets for us to be granted even a tourist visa yeah and also um, a lot of Filipinos from birth are like sold on the idea that you know you should leave the Philippines and Mm. uh, go abroad that's why you have a lot of OFWs right and a lot of OFWs want to change their passports usually right like the moment you are able to you you know become a citizen of that other country so you can have a more powerful visa I mean, right. more powerful passports. So maybe that is why, hence this stereotype. Yes. So the second item on the articles list is number two. I am dating a foreigner because I need his money. <laughs> so Catch says, After completing my economics degree in UPLB, I worked in the Middle East for four years before starting this journey. I funded my Southeast Asia backpacking trip with my savings Then when John and I started living together, we always shared our expenses from food, rent, and everything. That's the British way. In Tagalog, kanya-kanyang bayad. Yep, unfortunately, wait for it, white people don't shit money. Trust me, I've checked. When I met John, he had empty pockets and a $300 broken-down motorbike. If I was looking for a sugar daddy, I must have been blinded by that magic white skin again. <laughs> so that's the end of her quote. <laughs> Quite funny. So unfortunately, though, the reason why this stereotype exists is because in reality, a lot of impoverished Filipino families do encourage their children to kind of win the lottery by marrying mm. a foreigner, right? And bringing, yes. you know, if they marry this foreigner, then they can kind of bring their families out of poverty. And that is why a lot of people make this assumption on a lot of people. I remembered I have a friend before. She married a Caucasian. She was also a victim of this misconception. So even before they got married, a lot of her husband's friends warned him about Filipinos in general because apparently they knew a lot of Caucasian men whose Filipino wives treated them just like an ATM. Mm. So what they didn't know though, that in the case of my friend, was that actually 
my friend had a high-paying job in finance, whereas their Caucasian friend was just earning a pittance because he was just a freelance language tutor. So they shouldn't have jumped to that conclusion, right? So it's not just Filipinos who, to who are, you know, think that way. It's also foreigners, unfortunately. Mm. In that case, my friend's husband, he didn't even have a work visa in Singapore at the time. And they had to get married when his travel visa ran out because, you know, otherwise he couldn't stay in Singapore. You know, this ties back to the first one about the visa, right? Other people probably look at them and thinking, oh, maybe she's with him because of the visa. But actually, he was the one who was dependent on her. So you shouldn't mm. jump to conclusions, right? Yeah, m- money really is kind of one of the biggest items in the minds of Filipino families, right? And it's mm. just not—it's not just the daughter; it's the entire family. And Filipino families are usually big, right? So, uh, mm. twenty aunties, <laughs> thirty <laughs> nephews, thirty nieces, and all of them kind of like ask for money or oh, yes. depend on that Caucasian husband. Yeah, we just want to say that obviously this this episode is supposed to debunk these myths or whatever. Mm. But to be fair, though, these myths started from something which, you know, mm. some of them are based on reality. Of course, it's not a blanket statement. Again, doesn't apply to everyone. But like Ray said, unfortunately, there are families who do use their children mm. to get their whole families out of poverty. And and that is why this perpetuates, right? And And it's unfortunate that sometimes... It's annoying as a Filipina that, you know, if people see you with a white guy, probably that's what a lot of people are thinking, right? Yeah. And we need to change this mindset, right? Because we also are changing. Like, Filipinos now are all over the world making decent money, you know, growing their careers. So, gone are the days that Filipinos are just stuck in, in, in the Philippines, right? We are now able to be globalized. And so, Mm-mm. it's time to really remove this stereotype wrong stereotype against you know mixed uh, couples yep and the third item is i'm only successful because of my foreign partner oh this <laughs> one's strong so catch says no matter what success we experience people might still think it's because the magic white man got us here <laughs> i love how she refers to vocation <laughs> magic white man mm-hmm. i want to be modest here but straight to the point do you think we Filipinas can't be successful without the help of any man or even a foreigner? Well, if you think so, shame on you. This website was started by myself. By, uh, John wasn't really into it, but with a little persuasion, he joined in and started writing too. Now, people like his writing, and that's great. We both became yoga teachers and Ayurveda massage therapists because of my crazy idea of supporting our long-term travels. Mm-hmm. All my teaching, volunteering, and freelancing jobs have been through my research, resourcefulness, and commitment. So don't tell me that we Filipinos dating foreigners just stay at home, waiting for our partners to feed us. <laughs> Even if someone does decide to remain at home to look after the family, you know, that's, that's a personal choice. And that also involves a lot of hard work. Yeah. End of quote. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful, right? So she mentioned about really doing the initiative right not waiting mm. for john to to tell her what to do but she's put her passion into into work and and that has made them successful uh, what's ayurveda massage therapist i don't I'm know i'm sorry i also exactly, I'm, i don't know but that's that sounds exciting like i'm i'm a patron i love massage uh-huh so, yeah I, I can imagine this will be a booming business so yeah good luck on that catch john yeah 
Well, this is a good point. Yeah, again, it, it's probably tied to the money as well. Like people mm. think that, you know, it's related. Like probably the foreigner is providing the money, and that is why he's also the reason that the Filipina is successful. That's right. But I would say, like, kind of, if we contrast the West, right? People generally in the West are lucky, right? Like, if you're in in the U.S., for example, if you're white, chances mm. are you you have better opportunities. Yeah. You have, You've won yeah. the genetic lottery, right? Yeah, genetic White lottery. White men are very lucky. And, mm. you know, it's only nowadays that people are trying to challenge them and, you know, please be aware of your privilege. Because they do have mm. privilege. They're ahead of everyone um, in a lot of things, right? Just because mm. of the fact that they were born white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and if you contrast that, right, that's that's true as well if you look at Western versus kind of Asian. Mm-mm. Um, in a global context and that is why we Filipinos we tend to work harder Mm-mm. and smarter just so we can be differentiated because sometimes it, it doesn't work in our favor right if, if people look at us oh our color especially me my height <laughs> people generally kind of look uh, I, need, I need to prove a lot more yeah um, so, and so also uh, there is, um, I don't know if you can call it racism but in reality in even in global companies right your salaries are different depending on your race, right? Yeah. Like, like I know that there are studies there that are showing that, you know, white people get paid more compared to, say, people of color, mm. right? So, yeah, definitely they have an advantage, yeah. But even so, like, if you have a white partner, you, you tend to work harder just so you can have a seat, right? So... It's not just because of the partner. And also probably you also want to prove to... It depends also on you if you're the kind of person who doesn't really care and just like love getting handouts. For me, for me and a mm. lot of women, I'm sure, we do not want to be like that, right? So maybe you work mm. harder because you want to prove to people who are thinking that way that mm. I'm not just letting somebody feed me. Like, you know, so yeah. it probably is harder for them. You know what I mean? Because they need to assert and show to people and prove to people that... You know, I'm not just relying on my partner, I would mm-hmm. imagine. So, yeah, I, I imagine it's probably more difficult. So, yeah, don't jump yeah. to conclusions, guys. It's so this item, harmful. There's a song about this item, right? Miss Independent <laughs> by Neo. Is it Neo? Yeah, I think because last time you were wrong about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who did I say? Did I think you said Chris Brown. Okay. Uh, no, that's not Chris Pines. And then, and then our do, listener do, corrected do, us. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, so the fourth item was, if he marries me, he will marry and support my whole family. Okay, Catch says, again, it may happen in some cases, but before marrying their Filipino wife, the foreigner must already have met the family, right? So it was their choice if you still want to marry despite the condition unless they slipped it in the wedding vows without him noticing, to have and to hold, to pay Lola's med- medical bills. Wait, what? Unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> we don't all fit the stereotype, sorry. My parents are both professional. My younger sister is also a dentist, while my younger brother is about to finish his university degree. 
We are not rich, but my family lives comfortably, and we were brought up to be independent. Again, the independent thing. This means that if you want to do something, you work for it, and you shouldn't depend on anyone else to just give it to you. End of quote. So yeah, again, I think we mentioned it a bit earlier about the the families thing, right? Like mm-hmm. there are unfortunately Filipinos who do this though. That like you know, I I I did witness this. Like it really bothered me though. I remember there was this. Was it in our church or so, something like that? Like, you know, there was this really old guy and he was married mm. to, like, somebody who was, I don't know, like, early 20s, something like So, mm. can you imagine? It was, like, obvious that that mm. was what they were doing, right? The family, everyone around me at the time was saying, like, not saying things like, oh, my God, like, what the hell? They were saying, like, oh, the family is lucky that they managed to find a guy to marry the girl so that he could what? help the family. Like, what the... F- like... Even as a young person, I thought it was really messed up. So, mm. unfortunately, this is where all these comments are coming from because, unfortunately, there are people who think this way in the Philippines. We, we just do not want to push this away and say that doesn't exist. No, we're here to show you the truth of both sides, right? But there are people who also don't do that, like Katshir. And I think for me, if, for example, I did marry a white guy, he's not going to support my whole family for sure, right? Like... I do earn money and, and why would I need somebody to pay for, you know, my family's bills and whatnot. But yeah, so you, it's not really fair to just assume that, <laughs> that you need to. <laughs> the reason why this this also this happens is because Filipinos, I think we've mentioned in previous episodes that even though you're far away from your family, we do still send them money as OFWs. So maybe for some, mm. this is a foreign concept to foreigners, right? Like they don't mm. do that. It's the parents who should give money to the children, never the other way around. Whereas for Filipinos, it's not the case. Like, we're expected to uh, give money back. Like, it's it's our form of, is it a filial responsibility? Is that a term? Uh, kind of. So maybe for them, that's what they're warning, you know? Like, mm. And maybe because the, when they married the Filipino, as she mentioned, like, maybe they were already aware of this scenario also. But then for others, like, what? I can't believe that you need to give money to your wife's parents or something yeah so maybe yeah. that's that and it goes back to the philippines as not really secure right there's no social security you're retiring the pension money is not really enough to support your yeah your day-to-day yeah that is why kind of it's almost to the kids to to help out parents are older no longer generating income so Mm-mm. unlike other countries where yes once you retire, you have a healthy pension. You can do whatever you want, right? You can maybe hang out with your friends in the park, play some chess, go home, eat, you know, just live your life. And also in, in other countries, they also like, you know, when they die, they still have money and property and whatever to pamana, you know, yeah. to, to give to the children. But in our case in the Philippines, I don't think that's very common, especially Utang. for... What? Utang is the pamana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, except maybe, of course, there are people who with, with houses and stuff, but I don't think that a lot of average Filipinos would expect to come into money from their parents. Unlike yeah, in the, right. for example, U.S., because that's the the famous um, country, right? They, they, there's usually, like, siblings fighting over the... <laughs> The funny left by the parents yes. and whatnot. Yeah, I don't think that, like, you know, that's very common in the Philippines because, yes, as you said, it's debt that we earn. 
<laughs> get from our parents instead. <laughs> yes, and nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And number five, the foreigner is dating me because he needs a slave. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> so Cash says, "Aha! So being warm and hospitable and loving towards your partner means that you're a slave." Oh, that's great. I wonder if these people ever stop to consider that these feelings and actions are returned by the man. British and most other Westerners are raised to be very independent. Most of them leave home at the age of 18, and up until then, they do household chores. Guys and girls, we share the cleaning in our house, but funnily, John is better and faster (laughs) at it than I am. Young Western kids often have jobs when they are growing up, not because the family is poor, but, you know, they need to earn some of their own money to get some real-life experience and responsibility before leaving school. John even leaves the do not disturb sign on the hotel room door because it feels weird having someone come and clean after me. So that's a quote from John. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. But that's true, right? Like Westerners are often independent before mm. going to university or college. They work their ass off. Mm-hmm. They do part-time jobs. Yeah, um, for them to have some money, some extra, maybe mm-hmm. to help them out with their schooling. So it is true for some of Filipinos as well. We do have working students, right? But in the U.S., it's it's very common. Whereas mm. in the Philippines, it's probably a very small proportion. Of yeah, the I think it's because we're expected population. to. When you're going to school, you're expected to 100% focus on yeah, school. Just focus, yeah. yeah. And also, I think it's because your parents are expected to pay for your education until college, whereas in the U.S., it's mm. not like that, right? Like, yeah. parents only pay until high school, and then after that, you yes. have to take out student loans for your college if yeah. you want to go to college. Yeah. And that's probably why. And to add on also to the independence factor, in the U.S., they cannot hire helpers or maids unless they're, like, extremely rich. Mm. Whereas in the Philippines, right. even if you're just, like, a middle-income household right you can hire someone so maybe that's why people in the philippines like you know they they can have someone clean up after them and that's why they don't even know how to do chores right yeah even in jollibee right in jollibee people just leave their trays and leftover food dishes on the table whereas everywhere else you need to clean up after your meal is done Oh, and also one more thing I realized, domestic helpers here that I've talked to, they mentioned mm. that there is actually better to work for Caucasian bosses rather than Asian bosses because the Caucasian bosses are used to, like, saying in America, you cannot just hire, for example, as I said already, helpers, right? Everyone needs to be paid a living wage over there. So mm. uh, they don't just, like, ask you to do everything. They are actually awkward about letting you do stuff, you know, they feel like you're doing slavery for them. So they would actually help you out or something. So you don't really need to do a lot compared to, say, Asians who, like, only pay you the bare minimum and then you have to do everything by yourself. Yeah. So that's what they say. Yeah, it is It is very expensive. Here in Japan, I just spoke to a friend of ours and if you get a cleaner, like a house cleaner, so it's different, right? You pay a house cleaner and you pay a nanny. So... It's it's different. Mm-hmm. In the Philippines, it can be done by one person. Yes. A nanny slash helper slash all around lady. And a nanny or a helper would cost you maybe 3,000 yen per hour. Mm-hmm. 3,000 yen, that's about 1,500 pesos Ooh. per hour. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy expensive, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it is. But also, I think in other countries, like, whatever is the minimum wage, like, imagine what is the, you know, what, 
is getting paid to say someone who works in I don't know retail, then that's what you should mm. pay a domestic helper, right? So that's why it's very expensive. Let's say in UK and gotcha. US because you, it's like you're really hiring an employee for a company or something like that. Mm. Whereas in Asian countries, it's very small. That's right. Yeah, in the Philippine household, it's common to have a driver, a nanny, a helper. Some yeah, <laughs> so there, there really is a lot of help, but uh, you know. Yeah, so I think that this is a good point she makes that, you know, it's unfair to make that assumption that, you know, men, mm. that foreigner men are, you know, just marrying you because they just want a slave. Maybe they want someone caring, but that does not mean that they want a slave, right? Mm, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the sixth point is, if you're white, then you're rich. Uh, Catch mm. says, huh, not all white people are rich. This is a hangover of the American occupation. We've had complete independence since 1946, people get a grip. Western countries have a range of incomes and living standards just like we do. If everyone was rich, who would clean the streets or do menial tasks that no one else wants to do? Ah, Western-style economics, making sure we always have someone poor enough to sweep the streets. The only real difference is the higher value of their currency in the world, which just makes their own countries very expensive to live in and other countries cheaper to visit. But this only works if they earn money in one of the expensive countries. It's the same logic anywhere. And yes, poverty does exist in Western countries. It just doesn't have the same impact in a news headline as a photo of a small brown child with flies on her face. End of quote. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is a common misconception. If you see a white guy in the Philippines, you know, you automatically get the white tax, right, on on stuff. Like, that means they will sell you things at a more expensive price, especially if it's not something in the mall, obviously, which has a fixed price. Like, maybe if you go to the market, like, I think we mentioned in a, one of our former episodes that my friend, you know, who had, who had a partner who was white, like, she told him, can you not come with me to the market? Because every time I, <laughs> I'm with you, like, suddenly everything is more expensive. <laughs> that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what people assume. That, you know, just because a guy is white, that means he probably must earn a lot of money. But you don't know, right? I think we mentioned again before that there's something called um, beg packers. I think I mentioned before that there were this usually white people who they go to Asia and then, you know, they don't have any money. But because they just have powerful passports, they manage to go in without being asked, do you have enough money in the bank or something? So what they do when they go there is they beg on the streets mm. And ask people to give them money to finance their travel. (laughs) So, like, you know, they don't even have money, right? Whereas for us, if we travel, we need to prove everything. Mm -hmm, Exactly. (laughs) Enough money, we have assets, so yeah. They have a job, blah, blah, blah. So many things, so unfair. But yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's not, she's right. And it's not true that if you're right, if you're white, you're rich. Not at all the case, yeah. Yes. And lastly, number seven, only desperate Filipinas are dating foreigners. Wow. Okay, so Catch says, I've dated Filipinos before and was even in a long-term relationship with one. It's pretty annoying when people say that if you can't find a good Filipino, then just look for a foreign man. Wow. This is also stupid. There are plenty of amazing, loving, and faithful Filipino men all over the world. There are good and bad in every country. Nationality has very little to do with it. Again, maybe some Filipinos marry out of desperation, but this could happen in any country, not just the Philippines. 
This is also where our listener Charlene's comments comes in. When she said that people assume someone with Katulong beauty or who looks like a helper can only get the attention of foreign men who are into exotic beauty. Yeah, it's actually right. Like you 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 I hear this I heard this a lot in the Philippines. Like, mm. oh like oh the only reason she got uh, a boyfriend in you know from wherever is because she has exotic beauty. That's her term, exotic beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's so mean. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And also that thing about she mentioned, like usually, like oh, wala kang boyfriend or you don't have a boyfriend, just look mm. for a foreigner. Like um, maybe because men don't like your attitude. Like actually, for maybe I'm the perfect example because I'm very I don't know. Some people feel I'm too. What's the term? It's not in, maybe independent and too I'm not too outgoing. What's the term? I'm very strong. Passionate. Yeah, strong personality. So for yeah. them, they feel like Filipino men are intimidated by me because I have such a strong personality. So I should just look mm. for foreigner men. Like I I've heard that mm. so many times before in the Philippines. So yeah. So why why do people <laughs> say these things? <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Again, it boils back to uh, us Filipinos being, I don't know, chismosa, chismoso. <laughs> yeah. Really want to push our ideologies to other people. Like, hey, it's none of your business. It's wh- Why? Why? <laughs> why are you making such comments? Like, wh- what the hell? Why are you trying to push your ideas to me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a term for that. Right? We have a term for that. Pakialamero. Oh, yeah. Pakialamero. Yeah. Just, you know, keep your nose out of people's business. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> I guess to conclude, we just like to say that, you know, we shouldn't jump to conclusions. Mm. You know, if you see a Filipino who is married or is dating a foreigner, don't just, you don't know their whole story. Love Mm. is not limited by race, not even by gender or age. Nowadays, there's, you know, there are no particular rules except probably about age, right? Like there's still legality on that. You like, to, please. You need to be older by 18, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. But other <laughs> things, sure. right? Like, it's pretty much by the book. So, yeah, I mean, just don't judge because you, you don't know. Maybe by saying these things, you might be hurting other people as well. Like mm. Charlene and Catch, right? They're offended yes. because of all these comments by people who are jumping to conclusions it's the modern age like we we are no longer defined by all the things that you've mentioned right gender age and all that we can be paired by literally anybody how many hundred or thousands of miles away and that's because it's it's now everything is now possible with Mm -mm. technology so if you think of the olden days like oh it's because of this stereotype and all that you probably are stuck in the old times Mm -mm. olden age in the caveman period so please be modern you're thinking uh, try to upgrade your operating system your brain it's now 2022 Mm -hmm. so so yeah yes please so i hope we have you know opened their minds a little bit (laughs) okay open your mind right okay so if you have any comments about this topic i know it's a hot topic if you are a Filipino who is married to a foreigner or you are a foreigner who is dating a Filipina because we know that there are a lot of you out there and you have personal experiences on this matter, we would love to hear your thoughts on this, please. So you can email us at bananakeypodcast at gmail.com or send your messages to us on Instagram or Facebook at bananakeypodcast. Mm. All right. 
and your right. comments would be featured on the next Cutie Minute. It's time minute. for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. It's not really one minute, but we're calling it Cutie Minute. Alright, our first cutie is Zen Zero Cook, and she says, Yahoo! Centennial! Lol. Oh, by the way, this is in relation to episode 100. That's why she said Centennial. And she mm-hmm. further says, Char, nakasulud ko sa top three. Ayi! I do enjoy your podcast so much that I get excited when a new episode comes out. I'm not sure if it's because women has more mundane chores that they need to listen to something while working on. That's why you have a lot of women downloads. But for me, the thing that gets me all the time is race out of left field tangents. Like, where the hell does it come from? And they always get blindsided every time. I love the witness. Please keep it up. Oh, thank you very much for the kind words, Zen Zero Cook. Okay, so you're a comedian, Ray. That's, that's why she likes listening to our podcast. Oh, all right. Thank you. Okay, so another comment is from on the same episode from That Semi Charmed Life. And she said, Congrats to B and Ray. Your podcast not only serves me as a great addition to your cuties roster of episodes they regularly listen to, but both are inspirations to many. I'm glad to have found this gem of a podcast and have known B in a more friendly manner. I wish you both nothing but more listeners and downloads. Maybe a video podcast would be on the horizon, and we all look forward to that. Clap, clap, clap. Okay, a so video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I think it's called vodcast nowadays or something. It's probably on YouTube. No, actually, Spotify has just rolled that out. Um, you remember, of course, you know Eraragia, right? Uh, yeah, our number one QP, as she calls herself. Uh, she mentioned that it's on Spotify now. So there is an option to upload a video version of a podcast so people can watch you as you uh, instead of just listen to you on a podcast. But yeah, I, I still prefer to listen rather than watch podcasts, honestly, myself. Yeah, and it takes more effort to actually prepare a video podcast, right? Because instead of me just showing up in my pajamas, I really have to. You know, yeah, put the makeup, comb <laughs> your hair. <laughs> yeah, I need to comb my hair, which is not that big of a deal. I can easily comb my hair <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, I think, harder to... Yeah, you're right. It's harder to edit. Um, hmm. Aside from our appearance about, you know, about the pajamas and whatnot. Hmm. Um, it, yeah, because that needs a different software, right? And that's something we don't really are not that good but i just know that there is something on mac that i movie i guess hmm. but it takes a lot more computer power or something it takes longer to render i don't know i don't know the terms i may, I may be using the wrong terms but it, it takes a lot longer i hmm. would think but if there are hmm. topics that say kind of makes sense to make a video out of then yeah why not but making it regular yeah but what do you think much. that topic could be i don't for know example? um could we talk about movies and but if we show clips of movies, then that would be a breach of copyright <laughs> laws, right? So, I don't know. No, I there probably are to... topics that are better with videos, like things that Maybe we like can show. Maybe like if you're talking about travel, and then you show a clip of your, you're saying, "Oh, I was in Switzerland," and then you show your, you know, a clip of you in Switzerland or something, so that yeah. people can actually see yeah, how that beautiful be. that is, or something. Maybe something like yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe we can we'll do see. one we'll if if it makes sense but doing it regularly probably is too much 
<laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, maybe it's just for special topics. Yeah, maybe travel. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we have had a few people requested us a topic. Maybe next year. Let's see. And then we could actually put in photos. You know, it doesn't need to be videos. Right? If you have, I'm sure we we both have photos of our travels. Mm. Then maybe we could put that in like as a slideshow or something. That's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. Like yeah. So that is great idea. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much to all the commenters. And you know, we hope that you stick around and leave more comments mm. for our future episodes. All right? right, and we we are thankful that you have stuck around until the end of this episode. And we hope to see you again next time. Bye. Catch you later. Bye.